0: It's certainly been a chaotic 24 hours for Mr. Elon Musk. Oh, that guy? And yeah, we know. You don't have to say anything. We know that this guy and a few of our other main characters are currently dominating the news cycle. But it's not every day that the world's richest or formerly richest man blows up a giant rocket and his own social media site. Look, we don't make the news. We just report on it. And we have plenty of... Um, other examples of rake stepping in this episode. So have no fear, we got Mike Lindell, we got Rhonda Sanctimonious. Actually, wait, hold on. Yeah, it is. You know, it's 4:30 in the morning. So that's that's either a new an alert for a new Internet Today upload or. Ron DeSantis sending out a test of their emergency cell phone alert system, waking up every sleeping Floridian at the same time and cementing their hatred of this stupid meatball. Now you really gotta ask your
1: dad what he thinks of this guy.
0: I didn't ask him yet, but my mom did mention <laughs> that she was awoken in the morning. It's like, oh yeah, I wonder why. Hmm. But uh, let's start out with the second funniest thing that happened uh, early Thursday morning.
1: Obviously this is uh, does not appear to be a nominal situation.
0: Yeah, it does appear to be spinning, but I do want to remind everyone that everything after clearing the tower was icing on the cake.
1: Kaboom. Wow. Now I'm no rocket scientist, but I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to happen. And to be fair, yeah, failure is just a part of learning, developing and testing projects like this finding faults, and fixing them before it's too late. Yeah. It's happened to every single rocket program since the development of rockets began. They go boom sometimes. They do go boom, uh, sometimes with people in them, and it's, it's very sad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes little children are watching that as it happens in their classrooms at school, yeah. uh, getting
0: fucking traumatized. And they say, well, surely no other m- massive news story will ever top this in the traumatization yeah. of my youth. Yeah, sure, at least
1: nothing else later in this decade or, you know, nothing else will ever happen on live TV that will ever traumatize an entire generation ever Mm. again. Yeah, and it never did. With exponentially more loss of life (laughs) and destruction. Um, But yeah, you got to kind of admit that it's funny. It's funny that Elon's big rocket exploded on his favorite day of the year, 420. (sighs) 420. which is also the day that he finally took everyone's uh, check marks away. For real this time. Uh-huh. And also the day when Tesla's stock plunged after a poor <laughs> earnings report, resulting in a personal financial loss of around $13 billion in just 24 hours. And ooh, he really needed that $13 billion.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's kind of missing that, I'm sure. But back to that launch of that Starship
1: rocket on early Thursday morning. If you'd been following the launch by checking in on the SpaceX stream or any of the major news outlets, this launch was seen as a Rousing success! Yeah, we did it. Mission accomplished. Pop the champagne, and that's despite you know the damn thing exploding. That moment in particular was downplayed. It was described uh, and 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 memed relentlessly yeah. for it.
0: It was described as rapid unscheduled disassembly. Which apparently, as people pointed out online, yeah, this is how people, I guess, in the rocket industry describe what happens. But just because that's the accurate way to describe it doesn't mean it's not a funny way to describe Mm. a rocket blowing up. No, I think your rocket just blew up. (laughs) Things can be true and funny at the same time. But speaking of funny, the live coverage of the SpaceX event over on the New York Times website accidentally resulted in some just beautiful poetry, if you read their timeline as it appeared on the feed. So let's recite that for you really quick with footage of the launch and subsequent rapid unscheduled disassembly. There's a palpable sense of relief among SpaceX employees who have been cheering, go Starship. One sprayed a bottle of champagne on colleagues. At SpaceX headquarters, there is loud cheering nevertheless on the video feed. That the rocket got off the launch pad was a major success. The explosion appeared as a spark in the sky over the Gulf of Mexico. The Starship rocket has exploded.
1: Yeah, reading that in reverse chronological order, um, bit confusing. Yes, but Wait, beautiful nonetheless. You just said it was a success. You no. just said they're celebrating down at SpaceX. Wait, the rocket blew
0: up? Yeah, it's even better that it's in reverse chronological order because yeah. you, you get hit with the big celebration first. Yeah. And then you get to the rocket this exploding. Is better than Memento. Yeah.
1: I love it. So, yeah, cheers to a successful launch, Mr. Musk. We're happy to update you on the fact, yes, we approve of billionaires heading to space. on board your rockets as soon as possible, sir. Send this man to space. <laughs> yeah. Where he belongs. Uh, But somehow the SpaceX launch wasn't the most embarrassing thing that happened to Elon Musk on 4-20, his favorite holiday. Uh, We're not going to dig too deeply into the abysmal day that Tesla had on Wall Street, but it was bad, folks. Instead, let's focus on Twitter.com and another successful failure from the big boss man. He kept his word. It actually happened. Legacy verified users on the platform finally had their badge of shame removed after nearly a month of waiting. Which, of course, had the opposite effect that Elon would have assumed. Um, everyone celebrated. They <laughs> yeah. had a big fucking party on his
0: website about not wearing that scarlet letter anymore. It was funny when it was, uh, when it was time to go, uh, the, the site started glitching out and people were losing and gaining and then losing and gaining again their verified badge. Uh, in some cases, it went back to the old this-person-is-notable uh, indication But then eventually, within about 30 minutes or so, it was gone for everyone. Well, almost everyone. Yeah, so uh,
1: this was very funny, and uh, that's because comedy is legal once again. People are back to impersonating public figures, of course. They, They were dunking all over Elon, mocking and blocking everyone with a remaining check mark, and not handing over $8 to the world's richest or formerly richest, once richest man.
0: Yeah, but just when you thought it couldn't get more embarrassing for Elon Musk, All right, let's actually set this part up a little bit better. Everyone lost their legacy verified badges by midday on Thursday, except a few notable accounts who, at the time, appeared to have caved and forked over the cash in order to keep their blue check marks. And this was, of course, justifiably met with widespread mockery to the point where many of these specific celebrities, most notably Stephen King and Ice-T, had to log on and defend themselves, claiming that they absolutely did not and would not pay Elon Musk that $8. And after a maddening few hours of people pointing and laughing, these celebrities finally figured out what happened and why they were being punished with this mark of shame. Elon Musk paid for it himself and publicly admitted it, tweeting, I'm paying for a few personally, which is one of the most pathetic things that we've ever seen mainly because he had just recently gotten into very public spats with certain celebrities about the cost of verification. Take Stephen King, for example. Elon Musk basically haggled with Stephen King on the timeline, which, if you've been following along, went from Musk asking Stephen King for $20 and then asking Stephen King, how about $8, to Elon Musk then paying $8 for Stephen King's verification. He's literally hiring seat fillers for
1: his his virtual uh, event space. It's, uh, yeah, when politicians do this for their events, it's not a good sign. No. Now, of course, we are aware that Musk probably isn't running his, like, credit card or whatever. He's not swipe swiping. Mm-hmm. He probably just told people behind the scenes to leave certain verified badges where they are, specifically targeting people who had publicly mocked the idea of paying him because comedy's legal. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing funnier than spite. Yeah. Yeah. Nevertheless, this backfired in ways that he couldn't have even imagined because now his most pathetic simps are furious that he's paying for Twitter Blue for millionaire celebrities, but charging them for that same privilege.
0: Elon, please! Elon! Oh, Mr. Musk! Elon! I'm I'm sacrificing food and my child's diapers to pay the $8! And here you go <laughs> giving it to Stephen King? Elon, what about me?
1: That's the final straw. <laughs> Elon! Yeah, so it's been amazing watching Twitter Blue subscribers, the chumps who actually paid for that shit, <laughs> yeah. coming to terms with the fact that Elon doesn't actually give a shit about them and just wants their money so they can feel special for a moment. Yeah. Before the shame case. <laughs> before the mockery. Uh-huh. Uh, Ed Zitron, great account, screencapped a, a few great responses to Musk's I paid for a few myself tweets, so here you go. Funny how these millionaires refuse to pay, but most of us middle and even lower class pay with no issue. Two-class system? Communism at play. Not surprised. Are you paying for anyone in the poor class who
0: can't afford it? Or just the arrogant ones who think they're above it? I could stand to save $8 a month. Want to pay mine? What happened to treat everybody equally? So does that mean you're going to pay for mine? (laughs) So much for equal treatment. Back to loss of equality. For the sake of transparency, you should disclose who you are paying for, and we will assume you don't regard the others important enough. If there is one person who should not get covered, it's LeBron. This flies in the face of everything you have said. Paying for those who don't want it is wisdom or weakness. And uh, first of all, yes, uh, LeBron is one of the ones that retained the blue check mark I'm, after very publicly. Yeah, I am paying that shit. Yeah, for to his 50 million subscribers yeah. or something, nah. saying no. <laughs> if you know me, I'm not giving him the five. Yeah. Not even $5, it's $8 or 12 whatever. Yeah. And yet, the, the actual funniest part about this is he is directly spitting in the face of his biggest supporters by paying the fees for his biggest critics. Also, equally hilarious is the fact that because all of these people complaining actually paid for Twitter Blue, their critical responses to Elon Musk's tweet are all boosted up higher in the feed of responses. I mean, you love to see it. The worst people are all fighting with each other which has been a wonderfully consistent theme for these past few weeks. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens
1: when you court a uh, demographic of supporters who will literally never be fully satisfied with anything. No. Like, fucking Cat Turd is the, the greatest example of this. The man, uh, basically, Elon Musk is his slave. He'll mm-hmm. do whatever the hell Cat Turd asks him to do. Yeah. And Cat Turd complains about Twitter all fucking day. He's, he's been given... We know for a fact he's been given algorithmic priority. Yes. Uh, and he still, every day, goes on Twitter, is just like, these Twitter algorithms, nothing's changed. It's gotten worse since Elon took over.
0: Well, yeah, it's because and Elon people just are has actively, to bend over and take it. Your views are down because people are actively blocking. Yeah. Like you might not see people who you who weren't following you, you're not going to see a reduction in your follower count, but less people are going to see your tweets because they've muted or blocked you. And man, I went on a spree today, and you know I hated, I, I had to do it, I hated yeah. to do it, but I had to block Paddington. Paddington paid for the Twitter blue. Really? It's not a, a brand account? No. I, if, it was, if it's a brand account, I gave it a. I blocked Hutch, but then I, I looked into it, and Hutch, uh, it, Optic got it for him, so I unblocked He's him. He's had a hard enough week. Leave Hutch alone. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I feel bad. So, uh, But yes, uh, there are some accounts where I, you know, had to do it to him, I guess you would say. But yeah, the, the,
1: the mentality with these blue subscribers, it's, uh, it reminds me of this concept called cargo cult, which is something they found with a lot of uh, native tribes in the South Pacific where they'd get like shipments dropped from airplanes. Mm-hmm. And not understanding like the causality of all that, they started building air- fake airplanes like out of fucking palm trees and shit. Uh, because to them, it's just like, it's some new God like dropping shit on them. So it's like, we need to make a statue of the, the giant bird. So it's like these people on Twitter, they were like, if I have the check mark, that will make me famous. When it was actually, you got the check mark from being famous. And
0: and it's funny because up until this point, there was still some kind of like weird perception that they were special. And now that it's been proven that no one actually wants to pay for this that has any credibility, it's somehow shocking to them. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's honestly fascinating and wonderful to see. These are the same people that,
1: like, buy a fucking star, buy, like, <laughs> a, a plot of land in Scotland,
0: ancestral land. It's They buy land on Mars. hmm It certainly is strange, but look, they got there nonetheless. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that Twitter blue subscriptions will probably go down I think they're in fall the very they're, near future. They're
1: completely fucking meaningless. Yes, they're
0: now. a target now. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be you're not gonna have as many views in general it's, a, it's a kick me sign. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a it's it's just asking for mockery. Yeah. One, and, bl- and blockery, yeah, and blockery. Uh, but as one Twitter user pointed out, I can't. I'm not. I didn't save the quote, so I don't have it exactly the same. It's like you're paying for a sign that says "I participated in the January 6th insurrection." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 very clear who the people that are paying for it are.
1: But speaking of people who are having a horrible week, someone we haven't covered extensively in at least the past few weeks is back in the news for the funniest reason possible. So my pillow CEO and election denier Mike Lindell has just hit a major snag in his quest to prove that there was a major conspiracy to alter the results of the 2020 US presidential election and surprisingly it has nothing to do with his impending uh, slaughter sorry <laughs> his impending Dominion lawsuit yeah. which he's also almost certainly going to lose because uh, we're not entirely sure he can afford to settle out of court even yeah it's I think Dominion voting... It's going to change to Dominion voting systems and pillows. They're just going to have to, like, absorb the (laughs) pillow company. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, yeah, this lawsuit actually stems from a self-imposed challenge that Mike Lindell promoted himself, calling it the Prove Mike Wrong Challenge. It was from the cyber symposium. So, turns out someone did prove him wrong, and now Lindell owes that man five million (laughs) billion. On top of all the money he stands to owe...
0: Uh, once this lawsuit inevitably happens, and and, and that's five million dollars, uh, you know, liquid cash yeah. that he might not actually have. Uh, it's
1: fine. I haven't, you know, I haven't. Let even, me just check the pillow account. Just this man has voluntarily destroyed his entire bank account, and yeah, throw another five million dollars in the fire pit.
0: I, it's amazing. I, I would be shocked if he has that cash on hand without having to liquidate some assets. I don't know who's buying these fucking pillows. How many people are buying pillows all the time? How many <coughs> pillows do you need? They must suck if they have to buy them all the time. Like, it's just not a
1: high turnaround business. I don't understand how he got this rich in the first place.
0: Uh, because every yeah. in Yeah. But anyway, uh, here's Rolling Stone. My Pillow CEO Mike Lindell was ordered on Wednesday to pay $5 million to Robert Ziedman, a 63-year-old Trump voter oh. who debunked Lindell's claim that China interfered in the election based on data Lindell provided. It started in August 2021, when Lindell claimed during a cyber symposium in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that he had data proving China interfered in the election. He announced he would pay $5 million to anyone who proved him wrong, dubbing the contest naturally the Prove Mike Wrong Challenge. Ziedman signed up for the challenge, which required only that contestants prove that the data Lindell provided didn't have anything to do with the 2020 election. Ziedman, a computer forensic specialist, did just that, finding the data was total nonsense. <laughs> Lindell refused to pay up, so Ziedman took him to arbitration. The arbitration panel ruled that Ziedman did indeed prove that the data in question unequivocally did not reflect November 2020 election data, oh. ordering Lindell to pay within 30 days. Oh, with 30 days? I'm not liquid! <laughs> The truth is finally out there, Ziedman told The Washington Post in a statement, adding that he is really happy with the decision. Listen, I was hoping more than anyone
1: else to find out that Trump really was robbed. But, you know, five million dollars, that makes uh, the acceptance of this Trump's definite loss. It it softens the blow for sure.
0: It really is the cherry on top that not that a Trump supporter is getting five million dollars, but that a Trump supporter was like, well, all right. Look, this is a win win for me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, either I prove the data is real and expose this massive voter fraud, thus helping my candidate get back into where he belongs, or I get $5 million. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, and he did get one of those.
1: So, Lindell intends to challenge the ruling, stating that it will end up in court, which is a place he's going to be very familiar with in the near future because, yeah, Fox, like Fox News before him, Lindell is facing multiple lawsuits in response to his rigged election claims. The conspiracy theorizing pillow magnate was sued for defamation by Dominion and Smartmatic voting systems over false claims that the companies helped rig the election in President Biden's favor. Lindell made the claims through several outlets, including Fox News, which on Monday settled their own defamation suit brought by Dominion to the tune of $787.5 million. The pillow magnate <laughs> pillow magnate. The pillow magnate remains defiant. In his Tuesday broadcast of The Mike Lindell Show, Lindell asserted that even if Dominion or Smartmatic or any of them offered me a billion dollars, I would say no, adding a warning to the companies that their machines are going to go bye-bye.
0: I like how he was just like, he spun it as though like, as if they were coming to him to be like please sir stop taking us to court oh, when this when the dust settles here <laughs> we'll see who owes who a billion dollars <laughs> i do love the positioning though it's just like you know maybe they came to me and offered me a million dollars to back down maybe they offered me half a billion Well, you know what even if they offered me a billion dollars i still wouldn't back down now none of this has happened it's all just make believe but if it did imagine if it did <laughs> I, I would say no Oh gosh, but while we're on the politics beat, let's quickly check in on Ron DeSantis, or Ron Besanctis, and see how he is doing. Turns out not well. If anyone's brain has been poisoned by the woke mind virus, it's clearly his. Just check out this video from a recent event in South Carolina where he says the word so much in such a short amount of time that it loses any shred of meaning that it might have had left. So because the woke
1: represents a war on truth, Uh, We have no other recourse but to wage a war on woke. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever
0: surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. Wow, wow. What a total fucking doofus. Also, the knives are clearly out for DeSantis from members of his own political party because they're now attacking him on Fox News and elsewhere for going after the Disney Corporation, which is very weird to see because they were also obsessed with Disney's wokeness. Yeah, and then their uh, accountants were like, yeah. Hey! <laughs> I, I guess they, hey. Just, they simply didn't want to take things further than simple platitudes because they realized the power that one of his state's biggest financial contributors actually has. Yeah, uh, so Ron, we actually looked, and uh, Disney gives a
1: lot of money to us.
0: Yes. Every year. And there are thousands of middle-class Americans, Florida residents, jobs on the line. Yeah. And and the spillover effect of tourism in the general area and the state. Yeah. Like I said, or- Orlando would be a swamp
1: <laughs> still, if not for yeah, like, Walt Disney.
0: People go to Disney World and then surprise while they're already there from visiting halfway around the world, like, I they, go to, um, like, be- <laughs> they sp- go to
1: beaches and stuff. I already spent $10,000 <laughs> just for this fucking Disney trip. Might so. as well
0: go to the big Ron John shop over in Cocoa Beach. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yeah, case in point, uh, Mickey Mouse fucked over Ron DeSantis and his recently installed governing board. Again! Again. After holding a press conference early this week just outside of Disney World where he threatened to open up a prison... Thereby, uh, it came to light that Disney had pulled another fast one on the board before control was handed over, uh, further reducing their ability to control how the parks operate within the state. Uh, Here's Vox with more on that. The new board DeSantis appointed to oversee the company's Orlando theme parks has discovered a new wrinkle in its plans. The board's chairman said Wednesday that another 11th hour agreement was signed before the board took over that allows Disney to set its own utility rates for its resorts (laughs) through 2032. By that time, DeSantis, who is term limited and cannot run for re-election in 2026, will be long gone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You can't run... Wait. Oh. You
0: know what's funny about this is that this board, who was in the deliberations with Disney when they were taking over control, and... Allowed them to do this by being ignorant to the fact that yeah. they were going to do any kind of legal. Disney was maneuvers. like, hey,
1: sign this, and they're like, Oh yes, it looks cool. good to me. <laughs> now they're
0: looking into it and they're like, oh fuck.
1: Yeah. Always wow. uh, always read the the contracts and if if you don't understand it, which
0: good chance you don't, hire someone who does. And chances are the person you hire isn't going to be as good as Disney's entire team of lawyers. Yeah, warriors. you're uh...
1: You are at a disadvantage.
0: But the idea <laughs> that this was, like, rushed through is on them. Yeah. So. It, but, yeah, yeah, nevertheless,
1: uh, the war on woke continues. And we're sure that you've probably seen the video that was taken <laughs> earlier this week yeah. where an absolutely unhinged individual took out his anger issues on the beer cooler at his local supermarket. Uh, but just in case you haven't, here you go. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why he's, point destroying... point. why he's
0: destroying
1: it? the bush light, dude. <laughs> why? Big Matt having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as further proof that the right is simply not sending their best, uh, turns out the guy who is smashing all those beer cans because he thinks he's fighting groomers or something. By the way, bush light, not bud light. Didn't well, he was,
0: right? to be fair, he was just smashing everything. Okay, well, and uh... And Bush, is it Anheuser-Busch, right? Yeah, it's all, there's like one, there's two drink companies in the world. He gets bonus points for understanding that EmBev controls everything. Yeah, you want to uh, boycott but, Bud Light, you just have to boycott drinking alcohol. <laughs> yes. But uh, he gets a lot of negative points for what came next.
1: So, yeah, uh, you know, smashing those cans, because those dang groomers <laughs> over at Bud Light, uh, they're they are grooming the kids, they're grooming. Uh, that guy's actually the fucking groomer. Yeah. Uh, At some point during the incident, he decided to whip his dick out in front of a a teenager. So (laughs) they threw that on the pile of charges. Now, J. Dustin David Kane of Topeka, Kansas, has been arrested and charged with criminal damage to property battery, assault, and lewd and lascivious acts for exposing sex organs to someone 16 or older. you showing your dick to people in the supermarket. That's not cool. Yeah. Especially if you're on some sort of anti-groomer uh,
0: crusade. Tours, yeah. uh, it really, it really uh, takes away from your point that you're trying yeah, to you're make. You're in a public place where... Uh... In his case, probably lucky that the youngest person there was maybe sixteen. Yeah, because uh, children go to supermarkets. This is similar, there was a recent viral video that a lot
1: of the uh, you know the typical cranks were really like excited about, where this dude films himself going into the Lego store and like accusing them of oh, yeah. like you know uh, brainwashing kids, but like. Literally, like, just right off the bat, he's like, why do kids need to know, like, who, if a man is fucking another man in the ass? They're like, wait, what? Wait, excuse <laughs> me. He's like, buddy, you're the one in the fucking Lego store, like, talking about anal sex. Yeah. Like, they 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 sell like one fucking Lego set that has a pride flag in it. Uh, if you think you're the normal one here, you're wrong. But I, anyone who sides with this man, I I I think you should keep doing what you're doing. The the average American. Normal person, loves seeing it, and yeah. it's, it's winning them over to
0: your side, for sure. Do you see the uh, country artist who smashed it on stage while Queen was playing in the background?
1: Yeah, real, a uh, lot of self-awareness there. Uh-huh.
0: So yeah, the timing of the, the beer
1: smashing in Walmart, it does appear to coincide with the whole blood life protest, and, and people in the actual video can be heard mentioning it, but uh, this guy didn't really mention it specifically. He, he does seem to be very angry at this beer for some reason, uh, and uh, got so mad that his dick came out. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. I mean, maybe like, a lot of these people, like there There might be a, like a psychosexual element to being mad all the time. There might be. everything. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's the only way when you're like that age, you can get, a, you know, rock hard. Yeah. Maybe it's an that's adrenaline it. rush. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, anyways, speaking of people getting extremely angry for literally no reason, and not to bring everyone down again, but we have an update on the shooting of 16-year-old Ralph Jarl, who uh, got two very similar addresses mixed up, showed up on the wrong doorstep, and was shot in the head and arm for his troubles. When we reported on this earlier in the week, there was at least the smallest silver lining in the fact that, thankfully, Ralph Jarl wasn't killed. But we'll remind you once again that he has to live with the rest of, with this incident for the rest of his life, and it's not as simple as, oh, he didn't die, okay, cool. Anyways, it turns out that what everyone assumed was true. The 80-something-year-old man who shot Garl in the head for ringing his doorbell had actually been brain poisoned by mainlining conservative television all day long. The shooter's grandson spoke to reporters in the wake of the incident and had the following to say to the Kansas City Star. I was horrified. I thought it was terrible, Clint Ludwig said of his immediate reaction to hearing about the shooting of the 16-year-old. It was inexcusable. It was wrong. Uh, Ludwig said he and his grandfather, who goes by the first name Dan, used
1: to be very close. But in the last five or six years or so, I feel like we've lost touch, he said. I've gotten older and gained my own political views, and he's become staunchly right-wing, further down the right-wing rabbit hole as far as doing the election-denying conspiracy stuff and COVID conspiracies and disinformation, fully buying into the Fox News OAN kind of line. I feel like it's really further radicalizing him in a lot of ways. Ludwig said his grandfather had been immersed in a 24-hour news cycle of fear and paranoia. And then the NRA pushing the stand-your-ground stuff and that you have to defend your home, he said. When I heard what happened, I was appalled and shocked that it transpired, but I didn't disbelieve that it was true. The second I heard it, I was like, yeah, I could see him doing that. Does he consider his grandfather a racist? I believe there have been some positions that he's held that have been bigoted or sort of disparaging, Ludwig said. But it's stock Fox News conservative American stuff. It's anybody who gets an abortion is a murderer. And fatherless black families are the reason why crime exists in this country. It's stuff everybody's heard at the Thanksgiving table every year. Ludwig said his grandfather's paranoia had accelerated in the past couple of years. Whew! Yeah. Like, imagine your grandson just telling the world, like, yeah, no, my... He's an old crank
0: who just sits around and watches My grandpa lost
1: his fucking mind. Like, it's sad, but, like, I can't fucking do anything about it. Like, yeah... Makes sense that he would fucking shoot some kid in the head for coming to the wrong door.
0: Yeah, especially if he was black. Uh, and it's always painfully obvious after the fact. Well, it's obvious before tragedy strikes, but it's not like this country's going to do anything about it, considering the amount of school shootings people have to suffer through each year. But this week was especially unique in the sense that there were not <sighs> yeah. one. There was not two, not three, but at least four prominent shootings that involved accidentally encroaching on someone's property we covered the teenager who, who was shot and killed for turning around in someone's driveway in upstate New York. And it feels horrific to mention that and move on. We covered it in a previous episode as, as well as Ralph Yarl. But there were two other similar shootings that have happened since that one. One involved cheerleaders in Texas who'd committed the heinous crime of mistakenly entering the wrong car in a supermarket parking lot. Thankfully, one was okay despite being shot while the other was sent to the hospital in critical condition. This one's especially wild. So these are,
1: like, teenage fucking girls. Uh, You know, gets into the wrong car. Cars sometimes look the same. It's embarrassing. Uh, I don't even know if she got fully in, but she opened the door and uh, was like, oh, shit, my bad. Went to the car she was actually in, uh, and then the guy in the car, like, got out of the car and started approaching them, and she, like, out the window, she's like, I'm so sorry, and, like, before she could even finish saying it, he, like, just fucking opened up on her. Everyone's it's looking for a crazy. reason. It's nuts. No, it's it's absolutely true. Every fucking, like... Not every gun owner in this country, but a lot of people... Are waiting around. A lot of people in this country who own guns for no practical reason uh, are... They have a fucking fantasy in their mind where they're John Wick and they get to kill the bad guys. Well, and also they're, they're fucking waiting.
0: They're just waiting for a reason to use the thing that they bought. Yeah, I mean, guns aren't cheap
1: unless you're buying like high point and, shit. And
0: but... look, uh, look, I'm sure there's a lot of responsible gun owners who do go down to the range and practice safely and all that. But some people just kind of sit around and wait for the opportunity to use it. And it's becoming very apparent that that's the case. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's... It's scary. There was, a, there was a tweet that was posted about a guy who uh, they found his grandfather dead uh, with a gun nearby. And l- the Fox News logo was burned into the TV. Yeah. Like, the, these gun owners are becoming old and senile. Like, it's, it, it's just, it's so fucking bleak. Like, on top of everything
1: else, it's just like, imagine spending the last years of your life just mainlining uh, fear, paranoia, hatred, and driving your family and away driving from you. Like, this is like, you know, we're human beings. Like, you are supposed to be, I mean, in America, this hasn't been the case for like a hundred years. But <laughs> in pretty much every other culture in the world, like, you, you know, the generations take care of each other. They stay close together. When you're in your golden years, you're supposed to be with family. Yeah. Uh, and and these, Enjoying people are, your grandchildren. these people are just alone yeah. by themselves. Uh, Shouting at the TV. their fucking minds. Yeah,
0: and waiting it's to kill someone. fucking terrible. Yes. Now, again, with these cheerleaders not dead, but their lives will be changed forever. And now one of them is going to have to pay some hefty hospital bills. But luckily, those will probably get handled by the U.S. healthcare system. And by that, I mean GoFundMe.
1: We love our healthcare system. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't the only other one. In another nightmare scenario, two adults and one child, a small child, were shot in North Carolina after their basketball accidentally rolled into the wrong yard. Uh, here's CBS with some uniquely American reporting on this. An adult male and his child were seriously wounded during the shooting spree and taken to a Charlotte hospital. One adult woman was grazed by a bullet, and another man was shot but not injured. Uh, Shot but not injured? Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Love love that for us. Yeah, We did it. Uh, According to CBS affiliate WBTV, the child who was shot is White's six-year-old daughter. She told the station, The bullet came back and the bullet went in my cheek, said the girl, whose name is being withheld for her safety. I want him to go to jail forever, she said. A neighbor who witnessed the shooting said it was shocking. They were playing basketball, and a ball rolled into his yard, and they went to go and get it, Jonathan Robertson told WBTV. It was just crazy. And, yeah, I mean, the, the girl, I mean, she lucked out. The bullet grazed her cheek. She's going to have a fucking scar on her face for the rest of her life. But like, I And mean, the
0: trauma of this even right. happening. Yeah,
1: yes. but, like, just an
0: inch or two in the other direction, she'd uh-huh. be fucking dead. And, and the suspect turned himself in... Uh, let's just check the notes here. Yeah, in is- Tampa, Florida. Oh. In Tampa, Florida. Which is pretty fucking far from North Carolina. Yeah, how did he get there? And the yard he was so desperate to defend, if you ask us. And let's be completely honest here. This probably happens all the fucking time. It's just that we are all, especially the news media, hyper aware of it right now, this week, because of all the other shootings where people are so fucking scared about everything that they shoot first and ask questions later. Seems like less people would be shot over unintentional interactions like this if there weren't more guns than people in this country. But what do we know?
1: But hey, Joe Biden says he's going to ban assault weapons. No, sorry, he says someone should do something about about this. So, Looking into this. That's, yeah, concerning. It is concerning.
0: Anyways, uh, let's lighten the mood a little bit here with uh, a distraction created by AI. Oh. Actually, this is horrifying, but not in the same way as the other stories we've covered this week. What you're seeing right now, it's the next step in the evolution of artificial intelligence powered movie making. I mean, we've all seen Will Smith eating spaghetti, of course. But that's old and played out. What was that three weeks ago? Get out of here. We're ready for what what is next? And here it is. Yeah, that is Conan O'Brien eating fried chicken, folks. Are you impressed yet? Well, we are. It is. Mind-blowing how far we've come in such a little time frame. Just look at that. Get lost in its beauty. The grace of this amazing video. I'd sure hate to be a CGI artist right now. Yeah, these these CGI artists have had it too easy for too long. Motion graphics, watch out! Because if you take one look at this, you're saying, "Uh uh-oh...
1: Yeah, I heard James Cameron's scrapping the next Avatar movie. He's just going to do the whole thing.
0: He's in, feeding it to... In the pretend AI. you're a director who already directed two yeah. Avatar movies. Now yeah. create the next one. Uh,
1: in another video that displays our incredible achievements in future technology, um, the New York City Fire Department recently, unfortunately, got the opportunity to put their $75,000 Boston Dynamics robot dog to the test uh, when a... This was terrifying. Yeah, uh, a, a parking structure in fucking New York City uh, just collapsed. Uh, People died. They needed to go look for survivors without putting humans in harm's way. Uh, Unfortunate scenario. Very fucked up and scary. But at least they, they get to put this robot dog, which is painted like a Dalmatian, by the way, to the ultimate test. So let's see how it did. It didn't work out for the dog so well. Hmm. Okay, not so great. Uh, the, when I watched this on my phone, like it was so like low res and pixelated that I, in the shadow, I thought that the like lidar sensor on the dog's head was a black fireman's
0: helmet. <laughs> <which> I, <laughs> Give it a little helmet. Yeah, like I was well, like, they oh, did, did painted like a Dalmatian, so they're trying to like, yeah, you know, this isn't the bad police dog. This is the nice fire department dog.
1: I mean even if it if it was a real Dalmatian it would have gone worse they're uh, notoriously unhealthy dogs.
0: Look, this is a horrific scenario. Yeah. But it would if I were trapped in the rubble of a of a disaster and was found by a robot, I would be both relieved and a little upset. I mean,
1: I'd just be happy to be alive. True. True. I mean, you know what they should really do is they should put a a little barrel of hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, around, that way if it finds the someone. the dog's throat. Yeah, they can hey, help is on the way. I'm just a robot, but don't worry. In the meantime, how about some hot chocolate?
0: And now we're, we're joking about Marshmallows. this smells actually doing its job, but as you saw in the video, it can't even do that because it steps on one piece of rubble and falls over. Yeah, this
1: was like its main selling point Yeah, is that <laughs> it can like walk on all sorts of terrain and so
0: Yeah, Uh, you know, based on their tech demos, this thing should have been doing backflips and shit uh, across the rubble. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, it was just that video from like six years ago where it slips on a banana peel.
1: Yeah, the world's full of banana peels.
0: Yeah, it
1: certainly is. Anyway, we do have the headlines half of the show coming up for you in just a second. But really quickly, let's take a second to thank today's sponsors, starting with Factor. Mm -hmm. This spring, you need nutritious, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, active days and keep you on track for reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Too busy to cook this spring? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you
0: have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up the warmer weather. Yeah. Factor offers delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles, from keto to calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and protein-plus prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals with 34 plus chef prepared dietitian approved weekly options there's always something new to try Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like egg bites, smoothies, and more. I love those smoothies. Uh, My favorite meals from this week's menu, uh, it was their garlic mushroom chicken thighs with creamy cauliflower rice and garlic green beans, as well as the tomato and roasted veggie risotto. Mm. Very good stuff. Fancy. Uh, You could be eating delicious meals ready in two minutes just like me. By heading to factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 and using our code weeklyweird50 to get 50% off your first box. That is code weeklyweird50 at factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 to get 50% off your first box. And this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Mm
1: -hmm. We both take AG1 by Athletic Greens every morning. Uh, It solves the very annoying problem of getting all those vitamins and minerals that your body craves. Without having to buy a bunch of different supplement pills that you got to remember to take every morning. You just scoop and go. Yeah, you don't need to fill your whole Very medicine cabinet. easy. AG1 is just one
0: scoop of powder and water, and it tastes great and makes you feel good. It can be hard to know where to even start with supplements or who to trust, but AG1 makes that so much easier. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder in water once a day? AG1 was designed with ease in mind, making it easy to cover your nutritional bases every day. Every scoop is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals and whole food sourced ingredients which support your immune system and this is a big one digestion oh yeah mood energy regular it does it really works and even your hair skin and fingernails
1: we love this stuff it makes everything super simple you can feel a difference and it tastes great AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for us. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com weird. That's athleticgreens.com slash
0: weird. All right. Check it out. Now into the weirdest, craziest, wildest headlines from around the world this week, starting with...
1: CEO celebrates worker who sold family dog after he demanded they return to office.
0: Well, that's not very fun. That's yeah, not very fun. But uh, but you this, know. Is just, uh, this is just, uh,
1: this is, it's weird. Since COVID, like we've seen so many more like executive CEOs just go like fucking mask off. They're with, feral. Like, with how they, you know, like I, I, most of us, you know, it took us a while to realize these people don't see us as human
0: beings. They see us as cattle. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, they're just like. Usually it's just the typical, like, firing, yeah. layoffs, you know, heartless emails. Right. But they're getting real weird with it.
1: Yeah, so this company, and this this company, like, wh- they hired people, like, just a couple months ago. Under the assumption, like, it was in the job listing, it was like, you you know, permanent work from home if you want it. Yeah. And the CEO's just like, all right, everyone's coming back to the office. Uh, and they're like, "But well, I don't live close by this is a remote job he's like well i guess you better move uh, and you know what i, I want to see more dedication this job like well, one of you guys is so dedicated that uh you sold the dog that you just bought because uh you know you'd have to move back to the city and you couldn't have a dog at your new place so i want to see that same kind of pep and hustle from the rest of you guys
0: yeah i'm sure some of you out there you have dogs that uh well you can't take care of when you come to work because they're all home alone yeah. and uh you know that is going to be a problem so get rid of it i know
1: get I'm, fucking rid of it i know i'm asking a lot from you guys but you know what uh I'm paying you the same as well. Yeah. You're not, you're not <laughs> you know what you get any- in return? Nothing a, a, more. M-
0: a mediocre job for the rest of your yeah. life with no benefits. Yeah. Enjoy. Also, there was that one this week of the, like, furniture CEO where uh, they had cut all of the potential bonuses for employees and then told them to that they need to leave Pity City. Yeah. Well, and and like, oh, woe is me. Didn't she give
1: herself yes. a bonus? Yes. Yeah,
0: gave herself, like, a
1: big fucking bonus.
0: Yes. Pity City. Yeah. So, uh, really weird time for executives who... I think, you know, banked all of this rage over the pandemic and are finally unleashing it. It's like a yeah. valve that they need to unleash. Yeah. No, I I mean, I truly do love to see it.
1: Like people probably for the... They're telling you who they are. Probably more than at least like two generations. Americans are uh, not really <laughs> buying into the, like, you know, the plan. We're family here. It's not, uh, it's, it's not, it, it's not uh, they're not
0: buying it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay,
1: yeah, we're a family here. It's,
0: it, it, you know, I think it's the same thing as as the tech industry, where people are like, the tech guys are like, why is everyone mad at us? Yeah. Like, CEOs are like, hold on, people don't like me?
1: Yeah, it's it's a very interesting time we live in.
0: Yeah, it's not like a lot of people can really do anything about it, but at least they're aware of how yeah. hard they're getting fucked. No, I am getting screwed over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, I'm not going to take it, and I'm just going to fucking leave. Yeah. Yeah. The White House grounds are safe after a toddler breached the fence just <laughs> on the roof. Mr. President,
1: yeah. do I take the shot? Do I take the shot? I don't know. What?
0: <laughs> Why is there, I don't what know. What are you talking
1: about, Jack? <laughs> Someone's trying to break hair, in my house? I got hairy legs. Someone's trying to break into my house? What do they look like?
0: They, they, oh, they're yeah, small. Kind an ice cream cone. Small? What race are they? One of them small races? All right. get No, don't get rid, get rid of it, but not in a deadly way. Okay, can you tranquilize it? Yeah. Hey, is it Harambe? I think they, didn't they just pick it up and bring it back to the yeah, other side yeah, of the yeah. fence? Yeah. It's. It was not. I don't think it was a big deal. I'm. probably What if it was the boss baby though? There's always the chance that it could be one of those boss babies.
1: Right. Yeah. Could be a terrible. And we all
0: know what Alec Baldwin is capable of. <laughs> yeah, he's a killer. Apparently, that case got dropped, by the way. Well, yeah. The, the charge. I, I know. I know why. But.
1: Uh, yeah, the, that whole thing's just so upsetting. But like, yeah, people really like had it out. They're like, this Alex Baldwin specifically needs to be punished for something that. Uh, by all appearances, was just a complete uh, breakdown in procedure across this entire production.
0: I I will say the only reason he that the charges, I believe, were as severe as they were for him was because he was a producer on the film and therefore in charge of the employees on set. So, totally. Yes. Totally. I'm not like, I'm, I'm, yeah, manslaughter. I'm know. definitely not letting
1: him off the hook. Yes. Like he bears responsibility, but he's not he absolutely does not bear sole fucking responsibility. Exactly. Yes.
0: But anyways, the White House is fine. Yeah. Uh the insurrection by the tile. The threat has is... been
1: neutralized. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, uh, sir, do I take the shot? Do it. And uh, he fires this like uh this cannon that shoots a, a, a pacifier yeah. from like Boom.
0: from like 500 yards away. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if only it were a week earlier, and like Joe Biden's just partying in Ireland, drinking Guinness, and he gets a hello, (laughs) hey, (laughs) having a great time. Wait, I don't think I'm coming back.
1: They do these things here. Every bar has these things every night called sessions, and it's just a bunch (laughs) of local townspeople show up with like violins and banjos and shit, and they just they play uh, all your favorite Irish songs. They do this every night. It's free entertainment. Can you believe it, M- Mr. President? And did you know that there's like five other flavors of Guinness that you can only get here in <laughs> Ireland? You can't get it anywhere else. Mr.
0: President, are you coming home? Nah, I don't want to be friends anymore. <laughs> no explanation needed, Jack. I don't care what you do with the baby. He was there for a long time. He loves it there. I mean, maybe he should stay there. I, it, maybe he should fucking not run for president in 2024 and fucking stay there. Yeah. And you know I what? I know I would. Diane Feinstein's gotta go.
1: Yeah. Ugh. God. What a mess. How dare you? Are you a man telling Diane Feinstein when mess. she's done? They okay.
0: Have, they have they have roles to fill. Yeah. And they can't do anything because she's not capable of doing her job but refuses to vacate the mansplaining. You're mansplaining uh you know, I think she knows what she's doing. She's been in Congress for a hundred years, Ricky. The noble thing to do would be to step aside and yeah. let the next generation uh take over, governing what? Their, uh, what, what will actually affect them. In, in this situation, the next generation is like, like someone 60. who's like 75.
1: Sorry <laughs> 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 for some young
0: blood and dying. I, I mean, you're, <laughs> that, it's not even a joke. That's yeah. literally what's going to happen. It, like everyone waits till they're fucking 90 to retire from their government positions. And then the next, the new class yeah. is already past retirement age.
1: We're so fucked. Uh, and more politics. Ann Coulter said only Republicans should be banned from abortions. And they, this is, I mean, it's, it's not Wait, funny. hold on, let her cook. The situation is not funny, no. but it has resulted in a very funny situation where Republicans, the dog finally caught the car, and oh, fuck. Turns out a lot of people uh, didn't really want that dog to catch the car. Even people who like seemed like they were on board with the dog catching the car, now that it's caught the car, they're like, okay, uh, well, I
0: mean, like, yeah, her, can we be chill about this? Her further explanation went something like, look, we've already done the whole it's not constitutional thing. Yeah. Can we stop res- actually restricting yeah, the
1: access to it? They're panicking. They're like, well, okay, we did it. We repealed Roe, but like that doesn't mean you have to ban abortion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait, hold on. I thought that was what we were yeah, doing. Wait, yeah. And specifically, Ron DeSantis is like, you know all that crazy shit we were saying? I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turns out it, like your average normal... American, um, you know, might not love abortion, but um, they have a bit of a problem with the idea of abortion being fully illegal, and somehow uh, they failed to consider the consequences of that actually happening. Yeah, so very interesting. It's a gift to the Democrats, a gift they don't deserve.
0: Yeah, everyone was dunking her, uh, dunking her on this, but like in like an insidious way. You want to assume that, uh, you know, because she is who she is, she's just like, no, that way, you know, lots more Republican babies and no lefty babies. Sure. Whatever you want to tell yourself. (laughs) Yeah. No, but like, that's the thing is, is they've gotten what they wanted in general and now they're like, ah, shoot, this is wildly unpopular. They
1: should do this. Do it like the way alcohol laws work in the United Arab Emirates where like. It's illegal to drink alcohol if you're a Muslim. Yeah. If you're not a Muslim, it's totally fine.
0: How do they verify that? I don't know. You're in a nice <laughs> hotel. That's, that's, that's the difference. Yeah, um, Yeah. no, they, They. this is, uh, they, it's like, you know, there's still dry counties in the South where they're just like, yeah, no alcohol today, but uh, you can go right there and it's completely yeah. fine. Uh, anyways, next headline. Gamers encourage not to commit war crimes in Fortnite mode designed by Red Cross. Ooh. Yeah, and they they went as far as uh, also making mention of committing war crimes in games like uh, Call of Duty and uh, PUBG. But there's no real way they they were yeah, like, how would that even work in Fortnite? You d- they made their own mode in Fortnite.
1: Like, oh man, this is too similar to that time back in Vietnam when all the all the the, the soldiers they drank too much chug jug uh, <laughs> and they uh, they yeah. massacred that village. Yeah, no, it's fucking Fortnite. It's for children.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, this is one of those, their heart is in the right place, yeah. but they have no understanding of the space that they're trying to. Uh, yeah,
1: this is like the least likely game to inspire actual real world violence, I'd say.
0: Yeah, they're like in PUBG, you know, if you, if, first of all, it's like urban warfare. So there's no real yeah. like uh, clarity, but also it's like, okay, you, you got someone, they're down. Maybe don't, uh, you know, double tap them. Yeah. It's like, well, I got to win the game. Sorry, Red Cross. I, I, this is the entire point of the game. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to hit someone with my Jeep and then back over them to make sure.
1: Also, why did they agree to this partnership if they had such low expectations? I think they were doing it in order
0: to raise awareness of potential war crimes. But in Fortnite, of all things, it's very weird because it'll be like you know, Peter Griffin doing the gritty on a corpse. And they're like, oh, don't do that. You can't do that. Come on.
1: I don't know. Nothing will ever top when they had the Martin Luther King exhibit in Fortnite. (laughs) No. That was fucking just... Very surreal. Yeah, top Scottish ultra marathoner. Sorry for using car during race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, you got me. Yeah, I guess. So she, uh, she, she usually is very good, uh, but something went wrong in this race. She got cramped up. Had to take a poop. Um, possibly. But so, yeah, she basically she took a break, uh, saw one of her friends nearby, got a ride to the next stop and like told the judge there. She's like, I think I'm done for the day. Uh, and the judge is like, no, you're going to feel bad if you if you drop out. Now, I just finished the race. So she go, she actually does go ahead. She was like halfway through the 50 miles. So like she goes ahead and finishes it. And by this it, it, is very this is a Larry David situation. So she crosses the finish line uh, actually in third place. And uh, immediately, like, they put the medal around her. They bring her up to the podium. And she's like, no, wait, wait, no, you don't understand. But, uh, yeah, she, she's like, yeah, I, I probably should have protested. I, I should, have, uh, should have let them know immediately. But by the time it occurred to me, they were already snapping photos. Uh, they, you know, it was, it was already a yeah, thing. At that point, thing. everyone
0: just wants to get the hell out of
1: there. So then I was like, yo, you know, did that many people see me get in the car? I mean, I probably would have gotten third place anyway. Um, but, yeah, they're very sorry. She well, has given
0: the award back. Good. Hey, look good for her. Yeah. That's that's an athlete. That's a competitor there.
1: It is weird to like drop out like 25 miles into a 50 mile uh, race and be like, I don't think I can do it, and then just all do right, it. actually, actually I can do it. Just need a little. Sorry, break Sorry, it was the car. just gasp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good now. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, good for her for finishing. Yeah. And maybe they should just give her that honorary third place. Yeah, you probably would. have.
1: Yeah. Honorable mention.
0: Because the third place person moves up to second anyway. Kinda feel bad for the fourth place person, but you know.
1: Well they they the yeah, the fourth place person got the, the third place medal in her place. Hmm.
0: Well maybe next time. Yeah. Dead birds get new life. New Mexico researchers developed taxidermy bird drones. <laughs> hmm. It's happening. It's all
1: happening. Birds I was told are this actually was, going I, to be... I was like... told this was all memes and uh and now, what do we have here? Uh, they're literally desecrating the bodies of dead birds to turn them into drones, and they say, "Oh, we're doing this to study like the the physics of flight." Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, I'm sure that's all, I'm yeah. sure that's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, t- turning uh, dead birds into drones—don't you mean uh, refurbishing
0: old <laughs> you know, birds? Old birds drugs? aren't real. Was just a little ahead of its time. That's all.
1: But uh, yeah, the videos of this—it's like. It's kind of creepy. I don't know why they had to, like... Like, uh, yeah, I could see, like, attaching
0: feathers, but they... That's what I was wondering. They got,
1: like, like the head attached to yeah, it Yeah, why, why
0: go all the way with it when you can yeah. just, you know, use the feathers? Yeah. But I guess
1: I guess they want the full effect. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be science without it. And it just looks very strange flying. It's like, imagine some alien species just, like, using our dead bodies as puppets.
0: It's like when they. i trying uh, to figure out
1: how these humans walk up. Right. Wasn't
0: it? Was it uh, a scarecrow in Nathan for you when they were flying it on the drone? And how silly it looked. <laughs> to keep the birds away, because yeah, they were gonna the pop the boys. Away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Well, shame. now we have something else to look out for: birds that actually might be drones. So keep yeah. that keep that in the back of your mind. The original recording session of the famed Wilhelm Scream has been rediscovered. Oh, wow. Is it from the actual movie that they thought it was? Uh, Where, yeah. like, the alligator well, eats
1: the guy? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a guy being attacked by an alligator, and you hear, like, the director, is like, you're being attacked by an alligator. And the guy, uh, the actor, whoever they are, the unsung hero that they are, gets it in, like, four tries.
0: A man getting bit by an alligator, and he screams.
1: Okay, quiet. Oh, quiet. Oh, quiet. Oh, quiet. Oh, quiet. show stood out for me. Okay, right the ah! middle. <laughs>
0: Ow The first one you did up here was much better. Ow! No, no, not not an owl.
1: Yeah, the director's like, let's go less ow and more ah. And then he, like, nails it, and then na- nails it, like, three more times. So there's, like, alternate Wilhelm, Wilhelm screams on this recording. But, yeah, uh, yeah if you don't know the Wil- Wilhelm scream, you've absolutely heard it, because it is, like, the longest-running inside joke in Hollywood history. Like
0: Even in serious movies.
1: Yeah, it, they put it in fucking everything. I, I think It's in a bunch of Star Wars. I think George Lucas might have been, uh, like, this, or whoever edited Star Wars, might have been the one to, like, start the trend going, because yeah. it was... It was used in a movie in the fifties and then it was just like in a fucking vault with a million other sound effects. And uh yeah. It's like a stormtrooper falls down. They add it there, but it's in fucking everything now.
0: Yeah, uh Quentin Tarantino uses it in every movie. Yeah. It's um, just a little Oh, there it is. They've so been you can using point it. The TV. It, it, there was a point where it reached like its pinnacle where it was happening too much. Yeah. And everyone knew about the joke and it wasn't funny anymore. And there has been a, a noticeable lull. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know. Time to pick it back up again. Time for a new generation. Generations, they should have put it in the Mario movie. They should have. Real missed opportunity. <laughs> mm. Parody Hitman website nabs Air National Guardsman after he allegedly applied for murder for hire jobs. Jesus. Yeah, this is... What re- is going on with the Air National Guard?
1: I don't know. They're not busy enough.
0: The uh, Chair National Guard. Yeah, uh, the Chair Force. Yeah, they...
1: Uh, rentahitman.com has been around for like 20 years and it's literally just like... It's a joke. It's a funny website, and it's very clearly parody. but it also, like, the guy who runs it is also, you know, they, they have an email there that's just a honeypot yeah. that he just forwards everything that they get there straight to the FBI. And, uh, yeah, this dude, this fucking idiot, went to reddithitman.com and, like, uh, yes, uh, just unsolicited, for- started emailing them. Like, they never replied to him until, like, you know, after the FBI had they cleared everything with them. But, like, he emailed them multiple times with, like, his photo ID, like a uh, list of uh, his credentials. He's like, by the way, I'm also in the Air National Guard. There's uh, just all these things identifying himself. It was, it was like the easiest case the FBI has, uh, has ever d- done. He admitted. And uh, yeah. And that's why that website needs to stay up. You have no good murder ideas. You're not murderer material. Sorry. 11-year-old stabbed at a Dollar Tree after calling man NPC. This is terrible. Shouldn't, terrible,
0: but, you know... shouldn't
1: stab children, but you also shouldn't call people NPCs. This is kids, a little more severe so, than a
0: basketball rolling onto someone's property. Who's to say who's right and wrong in this situation? <laughs> I mean... Clearly the stabber is wrong. The but... stabber is more wrong,
1: but it's also wrong to be a snot-nosed little kid and call adults that you don't know NPCs. Yeah. Because it's very insulting.
0: It's You're basically calling them stupid. It's wild that this person got the reference.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the, the story is very vague. It sounds like I don't know. Maybe he didn't get the reference. Maybe he was just crazy. and Just waiting for something to stab. Didn't like being made fun of by the kids, even yes. though he didn't know what they were saying. But mm-hmm. um, he showed them. He is not what, an NPC. What the fuck
0: did you say to me? No, really. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> was it an insult? Oh, it was? Stab. Yeah. Would an NPC do this? Game over, bitch. Must have been a good game. Yeah. New Zealand feral cat killing competition for children axed after backlash. <laughs> oh, no. Why, did they, why was there backlash?
1: Uh, I guess some people didn't like the idea of children uh, engaging in a contest to see who could kill the most feral
0: cats. Oh! Huh. Weird.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, they weren't ready for that, but your kids are going to love it. Uh, I Your kids are not going
0: to love it. They got rid of it.
1: We've talked about this before, but, like, uh, Australia and New Zealand, like, cats, feral cats, have been a fucking disaster for the environment. And uh, this is also true uh, everywhere else. Like, feral cats are a fucking problem. The, the reason, uh, one of the main reasons we don't nearly have as many birds now as we used to is that feral cats kill them. They are, uh, it's not good, but they're cute. Yeah, and so, I mean, like, here in L.A., they do, like, catch and release programs where they'll, they'll catch them, neuter them, release them. But in more delicate ecosystems, they're like, you know, if, this cat, if the cat doesn't have a fucking tag on it, if it's
0: not someone's pet... <laughs>
1: Shoot to kill. This is
0: literally like the Simpsons snake-whacking day. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I don't know. It's tradition. Like, we just do it. It's like, you know, we're trying to call the herd. I mean,
1: in Australia and New Zealand, they do it for a very important reason. Like, cats are catastrophic for their ecosystem. It's It's just wild. wild. They're like, well, let's
0: get the kids into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit strange. But you got to teach them while they're young. I guess so. And final headline... Oh, good. Over one in ten people poo in the shower.
0: Oh, you don't waffle stomp like the rest of us, Elliot? Is that what it's called? Uh, well, I don't do it, but yes, that's what uh, the, the term online is. It, it's been a, it, it, it it's been around forever, the term. I've not I'm heard I'm not that. the crazy one. Have, Everyone uh, watching has heard this term. I've never
1: heard this term It's right I'm, up there with poop knife. Seems like something you'd only know if, uh, <laughs> if you have personal experience. I have
0: never shit in the shower. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. And I have never cut my shit in half with a t- with a turd knife.
1: Poop night. I Yeah, pooping in the shower, it just doesn't seem... Uh, I mean, like, how do you get it down the drain? It's just You waffle be...
0: stomp it. That's why it's called waffle stomping, because oh. of the drain. You don't understand that? I get it now. It's a simple concept.
1: But, like, also, it's all steamy in there. Like, it's just gonna... Oh, God. No. Yeah, that's...
0: It's like, you, you know, we've all done it. Ugh. You've farted in the shower, right? Yeah, it's, it's the worst smell terrible. your farts have ever smelled. Yeah, no. Because uh, you're, like, in a box of humidity...
1: And, like, yeah, it sucks when, you know, nature calls and you got, you're got you all wet and you're like, oh, God, i got to get out of the shower. Oh, geez, I'm sitting on the toilet all wet, dripping everywhere. Like, that's no fun. But then you get to clean up but right it's, afterwards. It's still better. Yeah, it's still better than waffle stomping, which apparently uh, at least 10% of people do. So someone you know yeah. poops in the shower.
0: No, Next time you're out at the look bar. Look to your left and look to your right. <laughs> One of those two people. Shit's in the shower. Yeah. Well, next time you're out at a bar or restaurant, just know that there are people in here, many people in this bar and restaurant that shit in the shower and then stomp it down the drain. Could be, could be close. It could, they could be in your family. Could be your
1: own mother. Yeah. You're not watching your mom take a shower. You don't know what she does in there. She could be shitting Uh in the shower. Your husband, your wife, shitting in the shower. The shower that you use. Peeing in the shower is fine.
0: Yeah, especially if you aim correctly, just yeah, down the drain, right down the drain. And then if you have athlete's foot, you pee all over your feet. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. There are oh. there are products for that. Uh, no piss,
1: you can nature's get, product. You can get ammonia from so many better sources <laughs> than your own piss. Anyway, this episode. Well, is... back in World War II, we didn't have too many options. Well, sure, yeah, but you're in World War II. They didn't shit in the shower because they couldn't shower.
0: This episode is over an hour long. Yeah, let's probably. get the fuck out of here. Thank uh, you, no you for watching. No news dump. I got to go to the central coast. I got a bit long drive ahead of me. So sorry. Uh, we'll be back with more episodes next week. If you're somehow not tired of us throughout this entire episode, please watch our other episodes over there. We got uh, just a lot of tech news for you. We got a lot of just watch them. Yeah, just watch. You'll it. like it. Make sure you like the video. The other day we mentioned it, and we got more likes. So it's mentioned again. Like the video right now. Yeah, Because it's it. going to end in a second. It's going to shut off. Hey, I see you not liking it. Come on. It come on. Let's... Do the confetti. Leave a comment. Subscribe if you're not already. Thank
1: you. I knew you would come through. Bye. Bye.